0: I'm Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily action guide to getting shit done. Today's episode is entitled, The 7-Day Video Challenge. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you how one simple concept completely shifted my personal beliefs and why it could do the same for you. So I'm going to hop on a time machine with you real quick. And we're going to go back in time. Not not way back. We're not going prehistoric. We're not even going to the 1950s. Going back to January 2016. And January 2016, I can really say, was the start of my personal development path, the path of expansion for me. And I can say that because I literally just looked at my phone and confirmed a post that was made. Now, this post was like many other posts, right? You scroll through social media. This particular post is on Facebook, where you're swiping up and you're reading people's stuff, and something made me stop. And see, now in this moment, I would say it was intuition, or the voice, or God, or whatever you want to believe in as a higher power, but something made me stop and look at this post. And this post was made by a man that I had slash now have, tremendous respect for, guy by the name of Danny Page. I encourage you to look him up on social media, D-A-N-N-Y-P-A-G-E. He's out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Danny's an incredible guy. I actually met Danny the same time I met Andy Frisella and Brandon James Duncan, this whole group of incredible people, an event that I went to early 2015 in Park City, Utah. It was during the Sundance Film Festival. And then that was uh, an event. And got a chance to meet Danny and a bunch of other really crazy impactful people in the world. People that are just truly dedicated to making the world a better place. And so we exchanged contact information and became social media friends, acquaintances, whatever you want to say. And I would followed him on his journey. You know, Danny was someone that had an incredibly positive outlook on life, a great message, a gym owner. Part owners in something called the Rush Club, which was, you know, essentially a CrossFit game for the people with disabilities. And was really just this incredibly impactful person. And in this, so fast forward, you know, I, I met Danny January 2015, and here we are, January 2016, and there's this post he makes. And the post essentially is a seven-day video challenge. And you're like, oh gosh, what's a video challenge, right? Like right now, you're thinking this is this is nuts. I'm sure well, this video challenge was not crazy in its very base level. The challenge that Danny put out back in 2016 was every day for the next seven days to take your phone, spin it around, and share things that you know you need to share to get off your chest. See, I didn't realize at that moment because I had not went down the personal development route to the level that I am now. I, I didn't go through all that I've been through at this moment. So back then, there's this fear that over, like, just completely almost cripples me. But something tells me inside to type, I'm in. Now, it doesn't cost any money to do this. Danny wasn't charging for this. This wasn't a lead generation for a coaching platform. He generally wanted, slash wants now, To see this crazy change in the world. Just to make it a better place. And so in this, I take the challenge. I say, I'm in. And I don't remember the sequential order of these videos. I I couldn't tell you right now in this moment that video one was this and video two was that. But I did the entire seven days. And in these seven days, I decided to go deep. And not nearly as deep as we've gone on this podcast, but deep enough. Deep in talking about the fact of childhood traumas that I had, deep in talking about infidelities that I had experienced, deep in discussing anabolic use. Deep in all these different aspects of my life that I had previously been truly just petrified to share with the outside world. And I don't know if you're like me, but I had this massive fear of judgment. Like, what are they, and I have air quotes, what are they going to think about me? Are they going to judge me? Are they going to ridicule me? What, what could possibly go on? And so I'm petrified and I'm selling custom clothing at this point. I remember pulling in my driveway and being like, fuck it, I got to just do this. So I turn on the overhead light because it's dark outside. Of course, I've shared with you, I would get home late at night. And I found this little area in the car I was driving at the time that I could prop my phone up on in, in landscape mode, horizontal. And it would it would angle itself just so that I wouldn't have to have my hands holding the camera because admittedly I was shaking and nervous and my voice is cracking and the light's bad and at that point i had this ridiculous haircut that was like shaved on the sides and i'd like slicked it all the way back with a ton of product in it hard parts on both sides like just ridiculous of course that's from my perspective now in the moment that's what i liked and so i remember just staring into this camera lens like shaking like oh my god how am i going to do this like how am i going to process this like what am i going to say what are all these people going to think about me And I share. And one day after another, after another, the videos get easier. And every day, admittedly, I go deeper down the rabbit hole, of sharing the things that I'm afraid I'm going to be judged for. And the craziest shit happens. The majority of the messages that I received, both the comments on the actual post, the views on the post, and then the direct messages, were people saying they were proud of me. Were people reminding me that I wasn't alone. For people sharing other stories that were comparable to what I was going through. So here, the thing that I had told myself, this fear of being alone, this fear of judgment and failure, the feedback that I received from the marketplace was the polar opposite. And every day, I'd receive more feedback and more positivity. And I'd go deeper down the rabbit hole. And I'd share more and more impactful things. Because my confidence was building. There's this term I use over and over again that I heard from Garrett J. White that simple success swings singles. And we as a society are hell-bent on the fact that we got to hit a home run every time, right? Like swing for the fences. But sometimes you just got to make contact with the ball and just do things consistently until they become repetitious, until they become automatic, until it's so simple for you to do it, you can do it with your eyes closed. And so here I am in this moment, two plus years down the road, almost three, with a podcast based around the same principles, that's a top 10 podcast in the country. 575,000 plus podcasts, and I'm number 10. Number 10 because of you. You've helped me become number 10. With your reviews and comments and listenership, Like that's how this works. But in saying that, I'm on a coaching call with a client today. I won't disclose who the client is or what what it's really about, but I find myself coaching him to do the exact same thing that Danny asked me to do without asking me directly three years ago. You know, my, my client has had this wall of stories that he's built around his life. And between lifetimes of traumas and events that have happened, he's convinced himself that the marketplace is going to shun him if he owns what's really went on. Does it sound familiar to you right now? Could you be thinking the same thing? But in this fear, it's actually crippling his ability to grow his businesses. Like if I look at his four-dimensional reality, his fitness levels are just so-so. I'd even really go as far as say they're poor. His spirituality, although he came from a spiritual background, he has no spiritual connection. His connection with his family is the highest it's ever been, and his business is in in the pits. Not good. And so as I'm looking and we start dissecting the individual parts of his life and what's happened and why it's happened and how it's happened, I'm encouraging him, like, look, by the time we're done together, by the time our time is done together, you're going to find enough power inside yourself to realize that what someone else thinks of you is not your business. It's theirs and ultimately the most freeing situation you can possibly have is one that you know you have nothing left to hide and that you're telling your own story. No one else can tell it for you. Because there's power there. There's power in the fact of knowing that you're telling your story. And I say you're telling your story not to put some unique spin on it. I don't want you to lie about where you've been. But I can tell you that I used anabolic steroids for 14 years and I can tell you what I use and how I use it and how often I use it. And I can tell you all these things and it's going to be the truth to a T. I still have close friends calling asking me for advice on hormone replacement therapies and things like that for the amount of time, energy and effort I put into studying that part of the world. I no longer wanted to be a neophyte as it came to what I was putting in my body. I wanted to truly know how chemicals interacted and what all went on with it because if I was going to damage myself or, at that point in life, propel myself somewhere, I want to know how to do it the best I could. But in that, I can tell the story. I can tell my truth. I don't want someone else to be able to tell that, so I take ownership of it. And when I take ownership of the thing that I am... Afraid of the most What's on the backside of fear? If you don't know it I'll answer it for you There's power And what's on the backside of power Is production What's on the backside of production Ends of being purpose You see Once you find your power And you start producing At a higher level Across all four dimensions Of your reality You eventually open yourself up To the possibility Of walking into your purpose Because the things that limit you That limit most of us And that's scarcity Lack of resources, lack of time, lack of relationships and intimate connections. Lack is what keeps you confined. When you operate in the world of expansion and endless capacity and abundance, all of a sudden you realize that like your purpose is just right there. Like You start to see it. You start to feel it. You start to taste it. It's there for you. But it's almost impossible with all these limiting beliefs that you've created. And to eliminate the limiting belief takes some deep work. It takes some painful work. It takes heartfelt work. It takes the work that 95, probably 99% of the world doesn't want to do. Like, is it fun for me to sit here and recount over and over again, like what it was like living in East Aurora, New York, chasing Kelly Waples around our freshly painted garage that was detached from our house, picking up walnuts off the ground, trying to hit her with the walnuts. Because that's what kids do. And I was flirting with her back then. I didn't know that then, but I know it now. And in missing her with the walnuts, I'm hitting our freshly painted garage. And then because the walnuts don't work, I'm chasing around our gravel parking lot. I'm grabbing these rocks and trying to throw them at her. She's racing around our Toyota Corolla. 1983 stick shift two-door Toyota Corolla. It was tan in color. Remember vividly. And I'm throwing rocks at her, but I can't hit her because they're heavy. And so they're hitting the top of this Corolla. And at this point, my family did not have money. Just didn't. See, I didn't realize that at the time, but my family was scraping to get by. And so my father pulls in the driveway. My mother has already seen what I've done. She can hear the noises on the the roof of the car. And she comes out and she's like, oh, God, what have you done? She sends Kelly home. Then she sees the freshly painted garage and walnuts, for those of you that don't know, stain the garage that my family spent all summer saving, scraping old paint off a house and then repainting a house and a garage because my parents are incredibly proud of so how far they've come. They're proud of this little house. And so we get inside the house and I'm, I'm inside and I'm waiting for my dad. And I remember him walking through the front door of our house because he had to park outside and... Walks through the front door And I have to walk up and share with him what's happened And somehow, someway, my mother's already shared with him enough And so he knows what's happened And there's so much rage in him That he just puts me over his knee and pounds on me Like harder than I can ever remember getting hit And he's so mad that he then picks me up And tosses me across the room And in my mind this room is 30 feet wide But our house wasn't even that big I bet our living room wasn't 16 by 16, but in my mind it was a mile. And he stands up and he tosses me off of his leg and across the room and I hit the wall above the couch because he's so infuriated at what's went on. Because now I can see that everything he'd worked so hard for from starting climbing poles from this little cable company into finally having some sort of managerial spot that everything he worked for I had just destroyed. I didn't see that in the moment. You see, the trauma and the story that I had found in that was that my dad just beat the shit out of me, right? Like that was, that was a story that had been in my feedback loop from the time I was, gosh, probably five, maybe six, until 32. Think about that. 26 years of having relived a trauma in a way that I couldn't find a positive energy, I couldn't find a message in it. But then through deep work, I'm focused and pushed to go back to the original incident. And I'm forced to relive that trauma and the pain on my backside and the pain in my shoulder as I hit the wall and the tears that are streaming down my face. And my mother screaming at my father to stop because she's literally afraid he's going to kill me. I'm forced to relive every bit of that trauma, like every ounce of it. Then I'm forced to scream, I'm like let it all out, like I go into what, what I will call the pit. Like I'm in this pit of despair, I'm in this pit of this traumatic event that's happened, and I'm able to release all the pent-up emotion that I have. So I'm screaming, and I'm crying, and I'm yelling, and I'm imaginary that I'm like punching my dad, and there's all this stuff that comes out, and then the damnedest thing happens. When I get that real, that I allow myself to feel those feelings, then I allow myself to get real with my current feelings associated with that. Then I release those current feelings. And then I release those old feelings. I'm able to see the facts of the situation and recreate a new story. Just like that. And that new story then allows me to view it differently in the present moment, which then starts to create new repetitive feedback loops based around positivity. And that, my friends, on some base level is how coaching really works. But that all stems from the seven-day video challenge. This is how this whole thing started for me. And so I'm asking my client to do the same thing. That eventually through enough work, he's going to get there and he's going to be able to own this stuff to the world. Because when the world knows your stuff, it can't be used against you anymore. Like right now, if you want to judge me for the shit that I've done wrong, judge away. I don't care. Like I own it. My fear of judgment's gone, and I wish the same for you. And so I want to extend to you the same challenge that Danny put out January of 2016. For the next seven days, I'd like you to hop on your phone, on Facebook, not on Instagram. Hop on there and share Every day for seven days, the impactful, maybe painful, maybe deep things that you have been afraid to share. Start with something that's not so painful. Work your way into the depths. And you'll find it's the most freeing thing in the world on the backside. And you're one of the handful of people that actually has that gumption, the testicular fortitude, the, the mental aptitude to take me up on this. I simply ask that you tag me tag Ryan Nidell I would love to see it from the sideline because literally this simple idea this simple concept over the past two and a half years created the shift that is me today that's all I want for you is for you to feel the same fire that I get to feel every day that's the win So i got to ask. Normally I'd say, where in your life does all this stuff apply? I know where it applies. I know some of you are panicked right now thinking, can I actually do this or not? What I will say is if you do this in your body, in your relationship, and in your business, on the backside of this fear comes immense growth. For a handful of you, this will be the Pandora's box that opens to show you a new possibility of the way to live life, and you'll find the power you've ultimately been seeking. And what happens when you find this power and you can own it and harness it? Every day, you're able to get shit done.